Hey there, if you're listening to this on audio, you might not know this, but it's also on YouTube. And there's some things that might not make a lot of sense because you actually need to see it. So check out youtube.com slash honestbachelor. Make sure that you like, subscribe, comment. I'll see you there. My opponent doesn't believe in abortions, but my opponent also has to stay 80 feet away from schools. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't need an abortion if you were in a whore. (laughs) Everybody, welcome to this episode of the HB Half Hour. I'm the Honest Bachelor. With us in the studio, as always, is James at Amos Blackman. At Amos Blackman on Instagram, yes, sir. Hail. Okay, so a few things before we get started. Some some house cleaning things we're going to take care of. So first off, subscribe, comment, and like the show. That is very, very yes. important. We need it to grow. We also need you to watch the show all the way through. Uh, right now, you guys are only watching half, so you're missing the climax. Then, yeah. Insane things happen right at the end that you've been missing out on the entire time. Yeah, they cut off the video, huh? Yeah, much like porn. You miss the end of that. And <laughs> you only know who comes in with the pizza. You don't know who leaves with the pizza. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many like messed up things I've been watching in a porn that I didn't even know were messed up until the end. Like, yeah. The, it could have ended up in like a beheading and I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I don't usually make <laughs> So if you want to help fund the show in any way, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. We take them all. Everything helps. It all goes right back into the production of the show. So eventually we can make it out of the garage and you won't have to hear airplanes and motorcycles and very loud semis. So with that said, this is how the show works. Uh, We have six topics that we cover each week. They mostly stay about the same. This is no different. History, opinion, news, entertainment, sex, and technology. Uh, We're going to be talking about foster homes uh, having raffles in the history section, cultural appropriation for the opinion, girls and boy scouts, some funny campaign videos, sex fetishes, and then for technology, some ridiculous makeshift inventions. So with that said, let's do it. First off for history, uh, so you remember the baby Dropbox, obviously. Yeah. Oh, do I. Yeah, I guess there's been like some just really long rampant tradition of trying to get rid of your babies in interesting ways. And it's been going on since, uh, well, let's see, dating all the way back to 1911. Okay. So in 1911 in France, they used to hold an annual baby raffle where they would raffle off a baby uh, to a bunch of different people. So they'd raise money Uh for charities and for other foster homes. And then at the end, the lucky couple got a free baby. Yes. (laughs) I have a couple questions about this. Like, why not just give everyone that wants a baby a a baby? baby. It's like, hey, you're a good parent. Because they did vet them before. The, The article mentions that they vetted them before. And they said, okay, yeah, you're a fit parent. They didn't just raffle it to whatever that's lucky cool. homeless person wanted a kid to cuddle with. Baby Dropbox. Or eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they gave it to actually like pre-screened parents. Um, so why not just give all the kids away? Like, 
That's this a, baby must have been a golden child or something. That that was my next question. Like, how do they choose the free kid? But what happens if the kid's not a golden child? I don't know. I don't think that. What's the return policy? I didn't look at that. No, but how do they choose the free kid? Oh, it's Mexican. <laughs> I have another question. Like, why don't we do this in the U.S.? Uh, did you know that we have somewhere around, just in any given year, about half a million kids that are trying to get adopted? Absolutely. They're just chilling there, uh, causing Absolutely. crimes or, you know, future criminals. Meanwhile, two million parents are trying desperately to have a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, they got to settle for, like, adopting a Russian or by, at the end of or it. Or an African kid. Yeah. Well, They're that's trendy. That's, like, the cool thing to do. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, I do think that that's kind of weird, uh, that we don't have something, not, not a raffle, but just... Have you ever seen a foster home? Yeah, yeah. I've never driven past one as far as I know in my entire mm -hmm. life. Where are they? Like, Daniel Tosh has a stand-up about this. Yeah. You've never heard someone giving directions where, like, okay, if you pass the foster home, you've gone too far. You don't know where the hell these are. They need better advertising. Yeah. Like, have a sign-up. Yeah, but then also it's like a niche market, man, because if you want a kid, you'll find out how to get a kid. You know? I guess, but maybe if it was more in our face, like in the arms of the animals. oh my god, like we care about animals more than we do about them. right, like facts. <laughs> we really, facts, we really do. Like these animals, most of them, like I don't know, fifty percent of them are probably being put down. We put more advertising into that, yeah, and now human children that end up being criminals after, and then like then it actually affects our economy because yeah. then we have to like uh, America pisses me off so much. It's it's awful, but like I know I'm a part. Of, I when I see people die. I don't care anymore. I'm being <laughs> so serious. That's coming from a true Chicago native. So right there. morbid, but just <laughs> Woo, all it's, right. It's I don't know how to segue out <laughs> of that. <one. laughs> I'm gonna try though. Okay, moving on now to opinion. <laughs> okay, so my my opinion is uh, about cultural appropriation. I mentioned that a little bit in the intro. <sighs> mm -hmm. It's gotten ridiculous. It really has. So if has you think that cultural appropriation has gotten ridiculous, and I'll expand on that a little bit. Don't comment right now. Wait for me to finish my, my, my entire thought. Uh, but if you think you, it's gotten ridiculous or if you think it's a totally necessary thing that we have, let us know in the comments. Comment, like, dislike, subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think. But I have some examples of why I think that. Uh, like just off, just off of that, what do you think about cultural appropriation? What are your first thoughts? Well, cultural appropriation... <laughs> Well, I'll give the definition first, actually. Yeah. So the definition of cultural appropriation, it's a concept dealing with the adoption of the elements of minority culture by members of the dominant culture. Cultural elements which may have deep meaning to the original culture may be reduced to exotic fashion or toys by those from the dominant culture. That's just an example. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing about this. I agree with it in some instances, but mm -hmm. the, and I'll give you an example. Um, black girls or even myself because I had braids when I was in high school when you had braids like first of all you can't you couldn't wear it in school at some schools you can't do that right mm -hmm. and then um, you would also like so like some kids would like get made fun of for like having braids or whatever but then when the Kardashians did it they said that I remember like all these blogs like uh, Kardashians with a new trend uh, yeah. and it was just braids is all it was yeah. but they're like new trend starting by these people and it's like no, nah, dog. We've been doing been this forever. <laughs> yeah, that's cultural appropriation, and they benefited off of it. They actually sure. got, you know, they made money from. It. And it's just like, dude, that is the dumbest thing. Now there are lots of examples like that that I agree with, and I'm just like, yeah, dude. First of all, them, right? But here's another thing why I don't agree with cultural appropriation because then also you're not allowing your 
you can't you're not letting anyone into our world let's say i'm just yes. speaking for black people yes. you're literally saying this is for us you mm -hmm. can't see it how will people ever learn about you i i, I do believe imitate imitation is the best form of fat flattery right yeah, so I, in, in order to learn about someone that's you do the things that they do mm -hmm. there are good things and there are people who abuse it and you know kill it people will ruin or kill anything it only takes one person to ruin it for everyone right yeah so like the bracing i said that example but there's <clears> also like other things that like annoy me that's cultural appropriation like okay relax that's been around forever and then there are other things that i'm just like dude like i remember seeing some girl who talked about bruno mars and it was like he was cultural appropriation like, yeah like, i saw that i'm like no oh, that's that. that's not though like you know what i mean so i think people abuse it people so they use it they use it as an excuse to basically say you're not like me so you know don't. segregate themselves yeah it, that's exactly right so they're, they're trying to separate themselves out and they want to hold on to what makes them special and unique and the line is so difficult to actually like it's very hard to draw the rules for this so uh, yeah, yeah here's here's examples where i think it makes sense you probably shouldn't wear a yarmulke unless you're a jew like an orthodox jew because that actually has like a deep meaning to it mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a spiritual thing let me be very clear i don't care about any of this at all yeah i'm just saying where i think other people might get offended what it comes down to for me is does it have a deep meaning and then probably it follow falls under a cultural appropriation pretty much everything else is a celebration or an enjoyment of that culture mm -hmm. and so uh if you were to go out just in the streets wearing a sombrero. There's people that will call that cultural appropriation. You could really love Mexican culture. That's a celebration of Mexican culture. Now, if you were to go out wearing a sombrero and a fake mustache, holding a beer like, and ah, some maracas, yeah, and you were being they a stereotype yeah. if you were lampooning Mexican culture, that's yeah. completely different. And that's, I think those lines have become blurred. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say that you said it, but yeah. 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 Who, who's, who's, who's in charge of this? Who's making the rules and deciding? I don't know. And there's, there's some really strange examples. Okay, so this one's great. Uh, there is a kid who posted on Twitter saying, my culture is not uh, a prom dress. And so he's very upset about it. His, his name is Jeremy Lamb. And there's this girl, she wore a Chinese dress. He's an Asian kid that's upset that she's wearing a Chinese traditional dress called a kipao or kipao. She's Chinese? She was white. Oh. And she wore it as a prom dress. Well, you go to find out that then they asked a bunch of people in China what they thought, and they were excited by it. Because here's the thing that we don't talk about enough. If that's cultural appropriation, wearing someone else's cultural dress, then the entire world is culturally appropriating the U.S., Every day. Mm -hmm. That's our main export. Our main export is our culture. Yeah. Our movies, our clothing, our like Rap. everything. Yes. That's our music. how you get your, yeah. Well, they looked back at Jeremy's tweets. And uh, oh. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy has a couple tweets uh, that he had that weren't savory, to say the least. Oh, man. <laughs> and so I don't think Jeremy Lamb is necessarily the kind of guy who's allowed to have a say in this circumstance. <laughs> yeah, don't try to be the uh, the, the, the leader the voice of, of morality yeah. if, if you're tweeting stuff like this. That's not his only tweet either. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of them. The, the grossest example that I can find of this going too far... Uh, I'm going to play this uh, as much in the middle of the road as I can. So there is a burrito shop in Portland, Oregon. This mm -hmm. is where I'm from. So you're going to get a sense of the kind of environment that I had to uh, to a pussyfoot. No, walk and, on walk, on walk on eggshells around. Yeah, yeah they, they, that I had to be very careful around. 
So this restaurant got shut down. By now, it's probably a couple years, but it was called Kooks. It's a uh, burrito restaurant in Portland, was a burrito restaurant in Portland, and it was shut down for cultural appropriation. And what they said is white chefs shouldn't cook Mexican food. That was the idea. That was a tagline? <laughs> that, was, that was the headline. It was everywhere. Huffington Post, everyone's talking about how white chefs, should white chefs cook burritos? I'm like, what the hell are we even talking about anymore? Yeah, yeah. So this is me playing devil's advocate here, but the uh, they interviewed the owners of the restaurant, and I think this is why it caught so much fire. They said, yeah, so we asked the uh, the chefs down in Puerto Nuevo uh, how like how to make their burritos, and they, they wouldn't give us the main ingredients or anything, but they just gave us the basic ingredients. But then we looked through their windows and watched to see uh, how we could actually steal their recipe. Well, they doomed themselves. They shouldn't have said that. Uh, that probably wasn't a good idea. The more I think about these, this idea of white chefs cooking burritos, the more I think that we're not going far enough with it, honestly. <laughs> we're not. Like, I think that white people and just any other race should have their own bathroom. And act, maybe a partition in the restaurant that, like, keeps the black people away from the white people. And, like, Mexicans in one and, like, yeah, Chinese Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, different water fountains. That would be a good idea. Like, yeah, every, every race gets their own water yeah. fountain. Yeah. And I think it's actually cultural appropriation to marry another race. That's pretty messed up, too. That, you are blending of cultures. Yeah. Actually. I don't like any of that. Yeah, I think every culture should marry their... their within their culture. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Well, dude, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. This sounds really familiar. You sure you didn't get this from somewhere? Yeah, this this article right here. It had a bunch of uh, really good ideas. It's about uh, Jim Crow laws. <laughs> Basically, all we're talking about here is saying that, like, if you're white, you shouldn't cook other races. This is segregation. That's all it is. <laughs> segregation, man. Like yeah, at the at the very. <sighs> We're moving in reverse. I do. What it comes down to, though, is the the problem that they have is that it's a white chef profiting off Probably, of a minority yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah, they're taking the most literal definition, which again, it's the the majority culture taking a minority culture, the dominant, as they put it. Mm -hmm. So they don't have a problem with Mexicans doing it or even Asians. It's white people in America are dominant, dominant, and so you may not cook the culture of any other country because that's you profiting off the backs of brown people. That's the whole idea. Okay. Yeah, I um, get it. <laughs> You're down for it now? I'm down. I accidentally sold you into it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cultural appropriation is a pretty normal thing. You see it everywhere. Um, like, right here. <laughs> Look at him appropriating. Oh, I want that so bad. <laughs> Both sides would love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on now to news. Boy Scouts of America is now allowing girls to be in it. They changed their name to Scouts BSA. So Scouts Boy Scouts of America. Uh, makes no sense. So wait, um, quick question. So boys are allowed to go with in Girl Scouts then, right? No. What do you mean? No, it's uh, only girls are allowed in Boy Scouts, not the, not the reverse. How is that equal? <laughs> well, the idea is not to be equal. So this is my, my theory behind it. The theory is that any activity that's exclusive to boys must be better. And if you're keeping girls out of it, then that's a problem. But the thing that the, the, I don't even agree with that. I don't agree with that at all because boys and girls learn differently and they like different things. Now, if a girl likes a boy activity, you tell Girl Scouts of America, you say, hey, I really like tying knots. And then Girl Scouts of America, and they've already done this, Girl Scouts of America is like, oh, okay, a bunch of girls want to tie knots. Let's add it to our program. 
but they, they don't need to let girls in. Girl Scouts of America just needs to fix their program. Yeah. If there's if there's things that aren't being met, if there's wants that aren't being met, then Boy Scouts of America doesn't need to change for Girl Scouts of America failing in their program. Facts. Yeah. And here's here's the reason why it's a problem. A lot of people are like, whoa, what's the big deal? Boys can't act like boys. We're talking about yeah. little boys. This makes me so angry, actually. I just... <laughs> You're it's over like, there yeah. fuming. Yeah. I like boys are afraid of little girls and they're afraid of acting like themselves around little girls. Even if they're gay, it doesn't matter. You're not going to act totally like yourself unless you're around other people that are your gender. Gender doesn't exist as a construct. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like reading the comments in my head beforehand. Uh, <laughs> but boys are most comfortable around little boys. And there's so like just so many studies that show this, that little boys learn better around their own gender and girls learn better around their own gender. That's not necessarily a, a case for like all schools should be sex segregated, but there is a lot of studies that show that they do learn better. Boys have more fun being around just little boys. They don't mm. have as much fun. They can't act like themselves. Yeah. I think it's a shame. Yeah. I don't want to go into it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm f-ing fuming over here, but it does it like, it does go back to the, one of our first episodes where we talked about how little boys are being neglected and now you're going to tear down one of the last remaining programs yeah. that's exclusive.